Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting Animal here on June 27, 27, 2018. You know, I read yesterday that 414, 414 high-profile executives and employees have been outed, exposed by the Me Too movement in the last 18 months. Here's the uh, details. 190 were fired or left their jobs. 122, 122 were put on leave or they're still facing investigations. 69, for 69 people, there were no repercussions. But you know what? There's been some false accusations as well, okay? In Canada, there's a big controversy over the case of Stephen Galloway. Stephen Galloway, he was an English professor at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, and he had an affair with a student, but it was a mature student. She was five years older than him. She wasn't a little kid, okay, just out of high school. But then another former student, years after the affair, claimed that Galloway had actually raped that woman, the woman he was having an affair with. And this other student said there were 19 more women who were ready to come forward with allegations of assault. Man, whenever I see these multiple accusations, I assume they're absolutely true. So two days later, his department, the English department, suspended him, and he was in Dayton, Ohio at the time giving a talk. So they called the cops They called the police in Dayton. They told them that Gallagher (laughs) was suicidal. The police came and handcuffed him and took him to jail, actually psychiatric care, for three days, 72 hours. Then finally, (laughs) finally the university hired a retired judge, and not just any judge, a woman who'd been on the Supreme Court of British Columbia. They hired her to investigate. And guess what? She couldn't find one, not one legitimate complaint against this guy, Stephen Galloway. But you know what? The university fired him anyway, and anyone who stood up for his right to due process, they were accused of being a a rape apologist, including Margaret Atwood. She's the most famous writer in Canada. She wrote The Handmaid's Tale. It's on Netflix. You probably know it. Anyway. Enough of that, because now it's time for Jerry. Jerry! What show is this? The Recruiting Animal also want to thank tank i want to thank my sponsors martin snyder the boss at pc recruiter which is the swiss army knife of recruiting software nin tran the coo of hire tool h-i-r-e t-u-a-l the super duper sourcing tool and nick livingston 
the CEO of Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview technology. Nick sent me a note just before the show. He said, this is what I want you to say today. So if you don't like the ad, my ad, the ad I do for those guys, he wrote it this today. Okay, anyway, I, I, you know, I got a, a new intro that I want Jerry to, to do for me, but he doesn't show up anymore. I think he's on strike. I haven't paid him in a while. I admit it. But when I get paid, he'll get paid, okay? One day he'll be back. So, Jerry fans, if you miss him, hang up right now, okay? Anyway, I had a, a song I wanted to sing with the guest today, but she refused. It's called uh, Shadow in Me by Leon Russell. Little dog, I know why you're crying tonight. Because <laughs> you, Anyway, we won't sing it. She said she's not singing. Her name is Amy... Poirier. That's how we would say that in Canada. Is that how you say it, Amy? Um, the Americanized version is Poirier. But Poirier. That's how well, I that's not the right yes. way. That's not, not the right way. way. It's, it's a French Poirier. name. It's a it French, French name. name, and that's not how people in France say it, okay? It's well, I'm for not pear tree, it. actually. What? Pear tree? Uh, is yeah, that what it means? Is... Well, why don't you change it to English? Pear tree. That's not a bad name. It's kind of interesting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know what? We also get mad. We see these football players and everybody, or athletes, and it, they say their name is Gagne. It's Gagne, right? Gagne. Mm, but they say, yeah. Anyway, I'm moving yeah. on. I'm moving on. Amy's uh, Twitter address is AmyBeth99. Oh, 9-11. AmyBeth911. Is that in honor of uh, 9-11? Uh, my birthday. Which came first, oh, okay. so that's an honor oh, to me. That was quite a birthday. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what? I, I hate to do it to people. Not really. I, I don't mind doing it. I, I like to take apart their uh, LinkedIn addresses uh, or summaries. Nobody else enjoys it. Anyone can speak up and tell me to stop, but here's what you say about yourself. I am a strategic and leadership-driven senior recruiter. What does that mean? I don't have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It's it means that I, you know, use strategy to recruit, and I like to go to the top. I like to talk to the leaders, and uh-huh. I also like to lead, you know, uh, by example. Uh-huh. So, what was the first so, part about strategic? What What is a strategic recruiter? I, I don't get it. What is it? What is a strategic recruiter? Well, I think in this day, I would say it's what I'm trying to convey is I'm not the recruiter that's going to email blast 500 people on Indeed. That doesn't um, convey that. That doesn't say anything, okay? <laughs> Take it out. It doesn't belong well, there. Anybody else on the line agree with sense. me? Yes, Does anybody please, agree with her that it makes sense? I'm a strategic uh, recruiter. It's, come on. Anybody going to defend her? No, not one person. And there's people it, it, here. It just sounds really nice. I mean, it doesn't I sound nice. nice. It's, it's fluff. It's, it's fluff. It's, it's, yes, it's marketing. It's good stuff. Well, it's, you tell me. T- no, you tell me now. What do you think, guys? You know, how do you convey that you are that type of recruiter that is more, you know, honed in on Boolean searches and you know, and without sounding. That's not a recruiter. That's a sorcerer. I I'm very good at Boolean. I'm a skilled Boolean sorcerer. How about that? Strategic? That's not it. Strategic means you're planning. Strategic means you're a workforce planner. 
and leadership driven. This is meaningless. It's meaningless. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Who's playing the music? Somebody's got the music on. Oh no. Hey, look. Here's what else she says. I am exceptionally skilled at managing and developing relationships with staff and business leaders in order to drive business growth and to improve internal operations. That's not a recruiter's job. Well, what do you say in there? Okay, so, well, you know what? You are correct. That is not a crew. I, back when I wrote that, and I probably need to update my LinkedIn headline, right? Um, I was full desk at an agency. So I was doing that. Oh, you were at an agency. Okay, so you're uh, you're you're good at business development. Is that what you're saying? And changing the recruiting yes. processes? And you're good at, yeah. You know what? Internal operations, uh, I don't know what that means. I mean, in a re- even in a recruiting firm. Maybe okay, you're good so at accounting. Operations. Maybe you're good at accounts receivable. <laughs> Come on, it's just way too vague. And you're looking for a job now, aren't you? Yeah? You I want am. a job, right? I am. This is not the way to do it. Um, you know what? There's so many dummies out there. Maybe this is the way. They just like to see a nice rhythm. I'm strategic and leadership driven. Everybody likes those uh, fluff words except me. Okay, you're on the wrong okay, show well, for that. Okay, well, uh, well, and let me tell you why I think maybe I'm getting some exposure because people are sick of looking at expert, expert this, uh, brand expert that. You know, um, I think that you know if there's so many words on LinkedIn that don't make sense to people. Ninja and yeah, ninja. that's what I'm telling you. I'm agreeing with you. Let's move on. You have a chip on your shoulder about education because you didn't go to university. It's loud and clear. Am I right or wrong? I, a little bit. I have a chip on my shoulder about the bias for people who did not go to university. Okay, well, you know, everybody here, i just got to read. This is what she posted on, on LinkedIn. My father is the owner of two very large, very successful home appliance stores in New England. My brother is the president. No four-year degree. And it's going on the third-generation family. So nobody in my family has an education, and they're doing pretty well. That's what you're saying. Well, is you that right? Read, well, yes, very much. I, so. read, I can read, read the whole thing. Brother. You want me to read the whole thing? Yeah, one brother went to, went to got his yeah. BA. Okay. Yeah. One out of four. Yeah. That's what, here's what she says. One out of four of us only has his bachelor degree, right? He's also successful. But you're making the whole point is that you don't, you know, and you know what? Lots of people, I have to say, would agree with you that education and years of experience are not a good predictor of performance. Is that what you're trying to say with this resentful uh, posting on LinkedIn? Oh, I hate that it sounds resentful. That is not what I wanted to convey. But, yes, I do agree with you that I don't think it's a good predictor. I do think the Why one thing didn't it does you go convey, to university? Why didn't you, or, or junior college or whatever you call it down there, why didn't you go well, to did. post-secondary school? I went for a year. I did. I went for a year. Okay. Well, i got to tell you, Jerry's not here, so I can talk about him. He didn't go either, and he's very, very successful. Okay? He went for a, a semester. <laughs> I mean, I and he, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. You know, he's doing I, better I than me. It. I hated it. Okay, okay, but you hey, don't think it makes you feel uh, better. We bought our we bought our appliances from your store. <laughs> your parents' Who's store. Who's that? It's Rich Rosen. Really? Oh, Rich yeah, Rosen. Yeah, from North Very Alton. cool. Yeah, here you go. Oh my gosh. Here you go. Okay, cool. Very <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, this is not a coffee clutch. Okay, so anyway, uh, you also here we go. You also put out there. I just want sorry to. I just what you, here's what she says because she takes it to the next step. She says public service announcement to hiring managers: unless you're hiring for a brain surgeon, dentist, a veterinarian, or chemical engineer, your job is not rocket science, and you can lower your expectations. Okay, sometimes smart kids can't afford college. Or they don't want to, you know, they don't want the debt, a hundred thousand dollars when they graduate. So you're saying, what kind of jobs are you talking about where education is not important? Just really those technical jobs, or what jobs? Well, look at, look at. Full disclosure. Let me preface this whole thing by saying I got two kids at university right now. I've got one going to Salve Regina in the fall. I got one at UMass Dartmouth. So I'm not. I want them to have this because of what I'm going through right now. I want mm. them to have this four-year degree badly, and I'm uh-huh. pushing for it. So what are you, go, what are you going through? What are you going through? You People know, say, no, they're not interested in you because you don't have a, a BA? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Even for recruiting jobs? Yes. Yes, this is what I'm telling you. Like, I just, um, you know, and if that, hey, look, it, and it, there might be another reason they're not interested in me, but at least tell me, to my, you know, tell me, please don't say it's because I don't have a BA. Please say it's because I did a crappy interview, or you know. Um, okay. I don't measure well, up. You also don't think that interviews are important. You say sometimes hiring managers are tempted to hire a person with the best-looking resume or the best interview performance. So we need to encourage each other to look deeper. Not everyone is an exceptional resume writer or interviewer there those are skills which blah 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 instead of instead of uh, considering the uh, consider the unique skills that you and your team needs and look for those do you have examples in real that. life do you, do you have any examples where someone got hired on a resume or a good interview who really didn't have the skills for the job wait a second i didn't say that are you sure you're quoting no me? it wasn't you maybe you you liked it sorry <laughs> you you okay. liked it now, what Isn't I'm, that the same thing as saying it? No, I mean. Hey, am no, I am I, I, I being too aggressive? Are are you feeling okay still? You're not, you know. Are you okay? Hey, bring it on! I'm just telling you yeah, that okay. just because well, I liked the don't comment. You th- so does everybody? You know, I keep hearing that. Oh, you know, the good interviewers—they're shallow people. Uh, you know, and they get hired over these geniuses who just don't present well because they, you know, they're on the autistic spectrum or something like that. Uh, I, I've never seen a case like that. Has anybody? Come on, Rich Rosen. Anybody else on the line? Have you have seen people get hired just because they're chatty? Yeah. I've seen me get hired because I'm chatty. <laughs> Absolutely. Per- yeah. Personality. What? You've seen Person- people get hired on personality man. rich who aren't really good. Well, you can't be a ho- you can't be a. Tra- you know, See, he comes out. Hang okay. On, my you can't be you can't be a train wreck, but you got to have some personality. You got to have some energy about you. You know, it's not all okay, having, you, you know, know what, no, 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 what we're saying here, and I'll wrap because... it up, nobody's really coming forward on this except you, and you're, you're saying <laughs> that people who are shallow and really don't have the best skills, it's not the best candidate who gets hired all the time, it's the, it's the talkative one. Is that what you're saying? Why do you have to, why do you have to equate shallowness with great personality and talkativeness? No, everybody else is doing it. They're saying the people who don't have what's required but our uh, good presenters, they're getting hired a lot of the time, okay? And that's the – you liked this. I didn't like it. 
Look, I don't agree I don't with it, but you did. You did. I think that there are people. I don't think that that's what that person was trying to say. I think what they were trying to convey is that, hey, look it, you might not have 100% of it. You might have even 60% of the requirements for the job. But if you have soft skills that are going to make you likable and make you a valuable asset to the team, then you're the one who's going to get the job. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's the, the opposite of what it said. Don't try to – but speaking of soft skills, this is – here, there's, I read an article in England – uh, they they say that these companies are having trouble um, assessing soft skills and teamwork ability. So they've got some unorthodox recruiting techniques. Uh, listen to this. I want to know what you think. One of them is called Escape Room. Okay, it's a, a physical adventure game. You throw with five or ten people into a room and you give them clues, and they have to figure out a way to get out of the room. It's locked within a certain time. Do you think that's good? Does that sound reasonable to you? Um, I would never get a job if that were the case. I don't think it's Why? reasonable at all, no. Is well, that a all you have to, to be able to get out of an escape room? You, know, you don't have to figure it out. You don't have to be the smart one. You could be the nice one who smooths over the relationships between everybody, right? That's what they're looking for, soft skills, not, not genius. So, okay, okay you don't well, like that one. Okay, here's the, uh, no, another one they have. Professional speed dating sessions. They invite a bunch of candidates to the office, and they, you know, they have these speed interviews with the key member, the members of the interview of the hiring committee. I guess they last about ten minutes. I mean, this just all sounds so chemicky. <laughs> Who has trouble assessing soft skills? That's what I want to know. And then I would How do you assess person. them? How do you assess soft skills? By some I shallow guy that, talking, talking you up and chatting you up in an interview? How do you assess them? Absolutely not. How do I assess? I mean, you, first of all, I think it's harder to assess as a technical recruiter, which I haven't been for very long, the match those skills. I think assessing hard skills for me is harder than soft skills. How I assess soft skills is how a person makes eye contact with me, how they converse with me. Do they interrupt me a lot? Um, are they aggressive? Are they, what's their body language like? Are they comfortable in the hot spot? Anybody else? No. Rich, Rich, still there? Yo, yo, yeah, I'm here. How do you assess soft skills? Now, Rich works with, you work with salespeople primarily, right? So maybe they're better at soft skills. Yeah. I don't know. How do you assess them? How's your handshake? Yeah, I would hope they're. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, I mean, I don't even meet the guy, so it's not even a handshake. It's just how they answer questions. How do they interact? Do yeah. they have a conversation? Do they give you answers? Are they just, are they just giving you one word, you know, nothing, nothing conversation? I mean, it, the soft skills are what, what gets you the job. You know, Look, it's, you, uh, you know, the resume, I think, you're not, gets you in the door. You're not interviewing, <laughs> you're not working, you know, interviewing with somebody who's looking for a job or, you know, is going to be considered for a position. It's not the same as being with them in a situation where you might disagree about something that's vital to a project. Like if you were in the escape room, yeah, and you have to get out in 10 minutes, you might have a disagreement about what technique you're, what you're going to try, what you're going to do. Won't that show more than, yeah, this person's nice to me when I'm in a judgmental position over him or her? It's not about being nice. What do you mean? Like, oh, this person's nice to me. Yes, I'm going to give him a job of $80,000 just because – uh, they didn't hurt my feelings. What? No, it's not about that. <laughs> I 
<laughs> That's what it sounds it like nice to me. To Anybody else? I so appreciate yeah. it. Will you take my job? Yeah. It, it's not about that. It, having about soft skills. You, you, give yeah, Richard a chance. Having soft skills, rich. it's, yeah, it's gonna, having soft skills, it's more about being able to communicate and just have some emotional IQ and just be able to, you know, know how to finesse a situation. It's not about just being nice. And yeah, but here's what I'm like, saying. I mean, I can't like, assess no, their emotional IQ. No, I'm going to well, tell go you ahead. how you figure out if somebody's aggressive or if they're going to fight with their teammate, right? So go ahead. I want to hear. Okay. So when you're interviewing someone and you ask them, like, hey, you know, when was a time that you had a problem, you know, figuring out something or this on this project you have out here, you know, did you have a – if they answer that they've never had an issue with a coworker, red flag. So I know they have. Uh-huh. And I'm moving on. So did, did you yes, accuse so them right there? I, I don't believe you. I, you know, it's impossible. There's nobody who doesn't have friction. Do you ever say that directly to them? Do you <laughs> confront them on it? Yeah, I have. And what happens? Why is that so bad? You know, I said, look, I don't know that I really, you know, come on, you must be able, and I do it in a kind of a tactful way. There's got to be a situation uh-huh. where you have to think about <laughs> that you've had some yeah. conflict. We've all, if you've been in the workplace long enough, you've had some conflict. Look, I'm the recruiter. I'm passing you on to the hiring manager. So, you know, I'm the person that you want to get this all out with. And do they confess? Yeah. They do, confess. do you, ha- do you have mean, one example that you can remember? I'll bet not. But do you have one? Uh, I do, as a matter of fact. I really do. So I was uh-huh. interviewing a person for an HR generalist in a plant they needed and he said no I've really never had any conflict he was going and it was going to be a transition right he was going from like food service HR to plant HR and I'm like you've been in food service this long and you haven't had conflict I mean come on (laughs) it's food service that's a hard business and he's like well you know what no as a matter of fact we did have some conflicts with one of the employees and they were backstabbing the other and they were coming to me and I didn't know how to handle it and then I got angry with my supervisor because they weren't giving me the support. So, so he screwed Did it all up. Turn out well. He didn't. He he didn't. He that was where he fell down. He didn't know a uh, situation came off the rails, and he didn't know what to do. Right? Okay. So he didn't did know what to do, and then basis? he went to his supervisor. When it, no, I you know why I didn't rule him out because he got he got real with me. He got honest after I said, look. This is where you want to get it all out on the table so that we can hash out all this stuff before. Yeah, I but put didn't you in front he tell you in that situation, Amy? I didn't know what how to do my job. Uh, that's a shortcoming of mine. Uh, uh, isn't that what happened? Well, it doesn't. It didn't relate to the skill of knowing payroll, union things, HR. What it related to was a teachable moment to help. Like as recruiters, we need to be empathetic and compassionate to the people that we're talking to daily. And if we can't, then get out of the business. So because he admitted that to me, that's where I go, oh, this is my chance. Hey, okay, so look, at next time, I'm going to give you a little piece of advice. Next time you're talking directly to a hiring manager, that's a good thing to bring up because now you can say, How did, was it a good ending? And he's like, yeah, it really ended up being a good ending. There, there's your victory. Go. Go for it. Don't uh, be afraid. What if it's not a that. good ending? What if it's not a good ending? What if, well, how can they redeem themselves then? Do they say, well, you know, it didn't work out, but I learned a lesson for the future. This is how I would good do question. it next yeah. time. It's, yes. This okay. is, it didn't work out, um, and this is what happened. This was the consequences. 
you know, my yeah, actions. I lost the company. I lost the company a million dollars, but that's the last time I'm going to do that. You can get <laughs> I guarantee it. Michael G. Cox, are you still here? Michael G. Yes. Cox. Okay, how do you assess soft skills? Uh, basic interview questions, man. Like what? Uh, if you're trying to assess, like, um, adaptability okay, well, Rich or, or is, Rich, Rich and Amy are saying, yeah, they ask the basic interview questions, and it's how they answer them that reveals. The, sub, the soft skills are in the subtext, okay? Are you saying yeah. there's specific questions that you can ask to test their 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 soft skills, just like well, no, it's, all, it's all very situational. So if you're trying to, uh, you know, like adaptability, tell me about a time when uh, your 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 project changed or your priorities changed with very short notice, and how did you handle that or how did you adapt? You know what? Um, I I got here's my problem with these behavioral questions. I can't remember things at the drop of a hat, and nobody on the guest, 90% of the guests on the show can't either, okay? When yeah. I ask for examples, no, their minds go blank. How are the people we interview, how are they supposed to say, oh, yeah, I remember that time on May 9th, it's 1982? It's called interview prep. It's called yeah. interview prep. If you know what you're doing and if you know that you're going on a job, you, look, you prep for it. You find out questions that they're going to ask. Or just Take a moment and say, you know, that's a great question. Let me just think for a moment. Okay, so I remember there was this one time when, um, and, and maybe give them the opportunity to think. I mean, the fact is that the the folks that are on the other side of the phone don't know about the questions that you're about to ask them. So give them a little bit of grace and time to come up with the a, a true answer, and then ask subsequent uh-huh. questions to verify what What do you said. think, Mike? Mike, yeah. Michael yeah. G. Cox, what do you think about the escape room? I did. I forgot to ask Rich. What do you think about that, where you throw a bunch of candidates together in a locked room, and they have to figure out how to get out? What do you think? And you're Sounds watching like them a through colossal it. waste of time. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay. Well, you know what? The, the, the statistics that I've got, 76% of UK, that's United Kingdom, job seekers would be open to being assessed by an escape room, and 68% of companies would be interested in using the escape rooms yeah. to assess applicants. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, okay, so cap- 70, 76% of applicants that have never gone through that situation would be open to being assessed by that, and then those same folks would probably be really pissed if they weren't selected and had to spend an entire afternoon going through an escape room with five different people that they were actually competing against. It's, it's a uh-huh. silly question. Amen. It, it, okay. It's like being on The Bachelor to get a job. It, it's like being on The Bachelor right. to get a job. Yeah. I can't hear what I can't hear what I know it's Rich. I recognize his voice, but I don't know what he's saying. Rich it's like said being it's like on being what? on The Bachelor to get a job. Oh yeah, it's essentially that's exactly what. And what's wrong with that? Okay, what's the Bachelor has to have soft skills. I've never watched a show, but I imagine. Hey, I got to do an ad, everybody. It's late in the show. We're having so much fun. It's running fast. The time. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and look, Rich Rosen told me the other day that I talked too much at the beginning of the show. There's not enough time for the guest. I said, the show's an hour long. My intro's only a few minutes. It's because the show's so much fun that the time just goes so fast. But let me, let me get to the ad, okay? I want it's recruiting animal here again, everybody, for PC Recruiter. And you know what? Some people 
think that recruiting is fragmented, that you can't find one recruiting software that's going to be good for all kinds of recruiters. But that's not true. There is a recruiting software that is inclusive. There is a recruiting software that is diverse. And you know what it's called? PC Recruiter. It doesn't matter if you're in executive search or staffing or direct hiring. If you're a recruiter, PC Recruiter is good for you. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter is configurable. It's adaptable. This software doesn't tell you how to work. You make it do what you want. And if you don't know how to configure it yourself, they have a fabulous support team to help you. It doesn't matter if you're a solo recruiter working in your basement or if you're a member of a big team, big or small. They help them all. That's what PC Recruiter says. And here's what I say. If you're a recruiter, PC Recruiter loves you. So check them out, please, at PCRecruiter.net. Okay. Let me get back. I thought I did a good job on that one. Okay. And they don't write my scripts for me either, like Nick Livingston. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Do you pitch a job? This was a big This was a big uh, uh, tussle that was on the Facebook today. Rich Rosen was involved. Do you pitch a job on the first call, or do you think you have to build rapport uh, before you can actually get to talk about the position you're recruiting on? Amy. Okay. Is this for me? Okay. Great. Yeah, um, you're the guest. They get the answer after you, okay? You first. <laughs> so I disagree. I think that you build rapport by pitching a job. And if you have done your research and you're calling the right people and you're being authentic and genuine, then they'll listen. I don't think there's a problem with making a cold call to a candidate. I've done it before. Uh-huh. And what, what would your cold call sound like then? Can you can you simulate it? Oh boy, now you're putting me on the spot. Okay, so, is anybody else? Michael G. Cox wasn't involved before. Are you with Rich Rosen on this, Michael G. Cox? That you have to, uh, you know, find out what the candidate's motivators are and investigate their, you know, uh, I don't know, their life history before you get to pitch that job. That is what you really called them about. I, I doubt that he was talking about finding about finding out about somebody's life history before making a pitch, but uh, I would say I would want to know a lot more about a candidate's experience and potential next steps before pitching a job within the first you know minute of talking to a candidate. Hey, this is Michael. I have an opportunity. Are you, you that would be a perfect fit for you or something like that. But a lot of that can also be found if you look at LinkedIn profiles and if you have a resume or, you know, somehow found. You just pulled the rug. Under, you pulled the rug under your up from under your own argument. Yeah, you see the person on LinkedIn. You call yep. up and say, you don't say I got the perfect job for you. You say, you know what? I was looking at your profile. I'm a headhunter. I was looking at your profile on LinkedIn, and I think this might be an interesting position for you. Can I talk to you about it? Rich Rosen, is that a good presentation? He's sleeping. Okay. Hang on. Well, say that again. Can you hear me? I'm just driving my car 
Forget it. You're too late. I'm coming back to Amy. Hey, Amy, I, do you know what you would say? Yeah, no. Can I jump in? That's a normal Yeah, thing. I'm waiting I, for I, you. I, I was talking to this guy to get that period of grace, remember? <laughs> I, he said, give them a break. Okay, I was giving you a break by talking to somebody else. Go ahead. All right. No, yes, let me please jump in and say that understand this. That is how I start every phone call. Like, is, are there recruiters out there that say, hey, you know, just get on the phone and with a candidate and say, hey, I have a, you know, let me talk to you about this job. And I thought that that's how every That's what I just said. Like, that's what I just <laughs> right? said. I'm a headhunter. I, I saw your profile. I want to talk to you about a job. That's what I just said. Are you saying that's good or bad? I, I'm not clear. What are you doing? Okay. No, my intro is, hi, my name is Amy Porter. I've been doing some, you know, I did a search on LinkedIn, and I found your profile, and I really like what I'm looking at. Do you have some time or a moment that I can talk to you about this job that I have? Okay, somebody's screwing up. Is that Rich? Is that Rich now that he's back on it's with that me. clock machine? It's feedback. Do I sound that bad? I'm myself. Very. Okay. Can you not hear me? I'm in my what? car, man. Oh, you're in your car. Probably you Are we on sure. speaker? Yeah. That's you're, probably on, you're on speaker, but now I'm back on. I got a bad cell okay. service where I am. So, oh, where are you? I, I I'm, I'm still... actually house sitting for my. But I'm at my neighbor's house. Is a, a big, yeah. Uh, I, okay. Pad, I asked you. Uh, you know, I didn't ask for your life history. I asked the wrong question. Oh my gosh. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. What about this, Amy? Well, Amy. I'm, I'm, ten, Amy. I'm ten minutes from Amy. Quite frankly. <laughs> Okay, she's nice looking. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, is it okay? You know, you have a nice picture. That's what I meant. You've got a nice professional. Well, thank you. Photo. I, I, you know what? I was right. I, I, I was shocked that you said something nice. Okay. Anyway, here is it okay? This was another thing. Is it okay to call someone up and say I don't know anything about what you do? I'm a recruiter. No. I don't know anything about what you do. Okay. No. That's not no. Right. But what if what if what if I gave you a job tomorrow, uh, Amy, and I said, "Look, I'm going to pay you ten thousand dollars to find me this kind of person," and you'd never like someone who works for a, a government agency, a, a non-governmental organization, something you know, kind of exotic, and you'd never worked on that kind of position before. Would you turn me down? And I no. say, "Look, I can just give you a, a thumbnail sketch of the position." <laughs> You, when you get on the phone with these candidates, tell them, you know, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I can read you the requirements. You tell me if it's good for you. Would you take on an assignment like that? I would ask the hiring manager if, if I didn't know a lot about the job and I have never recruited for it before and there's a hiring manager giving me a shot at it, what I would say to them is if you really want me to do this and obviously if they're asking me to do it, then they believe in my skills and not in the fact that I have knowledge about the actual job or, you know, like say like they asked me to recruit for some kind of Python full desk, you know, full stack developer that I've never done before. I would ask them, you know, if you are willing to take a little bit of time to help me understand what exactly the details are of the position. I'm sorry I don't have any time, but I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a $10,000 fee if you can do this for me. You go out, get on the market. Once you're talking to people, you'll find out about it yourself. No, you would say, no, I don't want that money. Sorry, I can't do it. I'm going to make a fool of myself calling people up and saying I don't know anything. Is that what you're telling me, Amy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to okay. do that. Anybody, my, my anybody want to disagree with her? Anybody want to, because I know there's important. not everybody agrees with you on this. I anybody know, want sure to take her? But... Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, anybody want to take her on? Doing a good job. Doing this, a good this job is, is more important. 
Ernie, huh? Ernie Marino, go ahead. Uh, well, I, I think in situations when I've been like that, I would explain to the hiring manager, you know what, it's out of my 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 league. I don't do that niche. But if you can tell me what it's like, tell me Thank what you, you want, fine. If he says no, and I decide, you know what, I need the money, then I would look and decide whether I had any friends, any connections, and I'd connect with them and tell them, hey, educate me on this, bro. Just tell me what's okay. going on. Tell me what you would have to You wouldn't ask the candidate. Or no. You wouldn't if, if I, if I, if, if I, Neither if I of you would ask the candidates, candidates to educate you. Neither would ask the candidate to educate So what are you going to say to the hiring manager when you say, what are you going to say to the hiring manager when you say, this is out of the scope of my knowledge, and, and can you give me a little bit more time? And they say, no. What are you going to respond to them in that moment when they're giving you this rec to fill? What are you going to say? Wait a second. Give me a chance to look at my network, and maybe I can do it for you. And, th- and then there's also no. the things of how long has it been open? Why can't If you're not giving me time right now, are you going to give me yes. time down the road? It's a big, okay, it's a you know what? Uh, obviously, I've worked in a, a – a, a, I don't like it, but I've worked in that kind of environment. That you're working with somebody, a project manager, not necessarily a hiring manager directly. They say, look, I've only got – especially when you're working with project managers or client relationship managers – they don't want to look dumb to the client. They get a thumbnail sketch, they give it to you, and you have to run with it. And you don't have direct access to the client. You have to take whatever they give you and learn as you go, okay? That's, you, that's recruiting by the seat of your pants. Lots of people have done it. i got to do another ad, everybody, for my friends at HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Somehow that's... Chewel for them instead of it's like a mutual. But anyway, they are a fantastic sourcing tool. Everybody loves them. I tell you every week, I don't know why they pay me to do an ad. I don't deserve it because everybody is doing their advertising for them for free. And here's why. All you have to do is go to HireTool.com. You don't have to know Boolean strings. You can be a foolish, silly, ignorant person like me. And go there. You put it in in just plain English, your job description, they generate the search string, and they search all kinds of websites for you, Facebook, LinkedIn, GitHub, who knows what else. Then they return a list of potential candidates ranked from best to most like or most likely uh, a match to least likely. They guess the salary range. They guess who is most likely to be ready to make a move. And not only that, they give you contact information. That's what they became famous for to begin with, and you can try it out for free with their Chrome uh, extension. If you go to HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L dot com, ask for a demo. They're no pressure. They're a lot of fun. I've done them myself, okay? HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L dot com, the super-duper sourcing tool. Okay, Amy, is there anything you want to talk about that you think, you know, you know that most other recruiters don't know, or do you just want me to keep throwing the questions at you. Um, well, why don't you keep throwing some questions at me? I, I do have a couple things I want to talk about that, you know, might not seem interesting. Okay, to I'll ask one now. I will take turns. Do you use Insta- Instagram for recruiting? No, I have not used Instagram for recruiting. Okay, what question do you want to but talk about? But I do about? creep. Actually, I do creep on. <laughs> it's so funny. That question about, you know, knowing a candidate before pitching a job to them, I do, I'm an extreme creeper. 
I like uh, to. Okay. You mean lurker? Stalk. Yeah. I or guess. Spy or well, stalker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Before you call someone, will you look up their social media footprint? Will you look up their Instagram account and say, oh, you've got sweet kids, I saw their pictures? Everything, everything. Uh And, you know, as a matter of fact, there's a tool that I use um, to see if they've got a criminal conviction even. (laughs) Oh, what tool is that? (laughs) So, well, in Kentucky, when I was there, it was you just do the Kentucky State Police, you know. It's called school, and it's just short for the criminal conviction website. Uh-huh. I don't know that they do that in Massachusetts, Rich. Maybe you can tell me, or maybe you've never had to do that. But um, I'm an extreme lurker, so. Uh huh. Okay. Well, what you questions know, do you help? want to talk? What issue do you want to talk about? So I guess I just wanted to talk about. I wanted the que- to shoot the question out to you and whoever else is listening. You know, I'm making this transition into technical recruiting. Um, hopefully, I'm going to get an offer by the end of the week. They're checking my references right now, but you know, I've been. I was turned down for a job because I didn't have experience, enough experience in the technical recruiting area. I really want to change that narrative. I really feel like that's a skill that you can learn. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Am I, I want to make this transition. Well, what do you mean? You, what, what, is it, what is it you want to learn? Something about programming? Go to Udemy for 10 bucks. You can take a programming you. course. You'll learn something. Is that, is that what you mean? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, is this something, you know, am I questioning? I'm starting to question myself now. I I know I can do this. I've done a couple of, I did a short-term project for two months and had some great success at it. Okay, hold on. Okay, how how can Amy get a job as a technical recruiter when she hasn't done it before? She wants to recruit programmers or developers, if I'm, if I'm understanding correctly. She hasn't done it before. What could she do to qualify in a job hunt? Presumably, let's, hopefully she'll get the job be she's in consideration. Because hopefully, yes, exactly. Now I'm starting okay. to, you know, Net, really second-guess myself. Network with and interview developers. Is this Travis? Who's that deep-voiced person? Yeah, so tell me this. Okay, Travis, so do you how, think that I can How could she learn about that? What does she? What do you mean network with them? What does that mean? I, I, I just said if you, if you want to learn it, interview and network with developers. And it, yeah, and but she doesn't it, have a job it, order. It'll come to you. Did she make one up? Like what? What? How did? How does she just no. call people on LinkedIn? I want to chat with you for five minutes. Like a soft interview, like an informational interview, or ask people just to um, contribute to the cause of Amy. Yeah, you know, Travis, I like Travis, but he gave a lousy answer. He doesn't know what he means, okay? (laughs) He imagines you've already got a a search assignment, and you're calling people and saying, I don't know anything. Can you teach me? Which we just talked about already. Wake up! Okay? It's not a wake up. I'm just just simply (laughs) saying if you interview and network with developers, the, those candidates are the ones that are going to get you the door in with the client. So what is she supposed to do? Call up a developer and say, I, I want to be a, a, a recruiter in your company. Can you teach me how to get in there? Is that what you're saying? I don't know what you're telling us. Hey, Chuck, I'm interviewing for positions throughout the state. Uh, I don't, you know. Okay. You, Maybe, you generate. What is it she's lacking? The technical chops of what it is to recruit? Yeah, she doesn't know anything about the field. She doesn't know anything about technical stuff. 
She's never recruited for programmers. Well, interview well, developers. I, I didn't know shit about technical stuff either when I started in this business. And it's she all can't I've get done. anybody to hire her. She can't get anyone to hire her and give her a job that you know, would justify calling them up, right? And she's too embarrassed so to tell her she doesn't know anything anyway, okay? She already told us that. You know, you know, so I'm, I'm, uh, you know what? Let me, let me extricate. I know enough to get by. Okay, I don't let me extricate. Let me extricate be... my good friend Travis. Let me get him out of this situation. <laughs> and uh, uh, by, by, I'm going to do my final ad for the show for Honeit. H O N E I T. I'll put it this way: we, uh, I, Scott, Scott Love, when he started to to switch over from construction or whatever to lawyers, what do you yep. think he did? Do you think that he went and found those job orders and said, "Hey, man, hire me. I've never done this before." Or do you think he talked to a bunch of lawyers? Uh, how did he talk to them? You no, got to you know tell what? us his staff. Can, can I, you can't talk can I, in generalities I, here. Right, so let me add something. So, you yeah. know, like when I started doing recruiting for sales guys, when I did healthcare people, I've done, I placed tow truck salesmen, I've placed all these other people in all different spots. Just call up the companies. Just act as an agent to recruit us. You don't have to do anything else. You call up and you ask questions. What do they need to do? You, if you know how to recruit for, you know, anything. You can figure out what questions to ask by Thank finding out you. what your pains Thank are. You. Okay, That's but Rich, you need to the do. whole point is nobody will give her the opportunity. No, they I've won't give the her the opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> She's got five great candidates to introduce to a position. Then I would argue that she does indeed, in fact, have a, a way into that company. You, you, yeah. you mentioned about being a recruiter. Let me. Here's the deal. Let me jump in. I'm getting in front of hiring managers. I'm getting the opportunities to, you know, and, and I'm, I'm hopefully, like I said, in the last stages, there she's the recruiter, the internal recruiter is checking my references as we speak. What I was saying is, I, you know, look, I wanted your input, some technical recruiter's input, because I know I can do this job. I just want to hear it from somebody else. If I've got the recruitment chops, I can learn anything. I can learn how to be a healthcare recruiter. But am I wrong? Or, you know, should I That's just what give Rich, it to go? Rich agreed with you. And Travis agreed. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can I think you can recruit in any field you want to recruit in. I think yeah. that recruiting overall is much the same. It's learning the acronyms and the language uh, you know, to to have that confidence as you're talking to people, but um you can, you, I would argue you can, that if you, need you to know learn about the- you know, you know yeah, what it sounds to, like, though? You know what? If she's up against, <laughs> let's say she's up against one of you guys, you're both applying, you're all applying for the job, you've recruited technical people, she hasn't. How is she going to sell herself? I don't know, okay? Uh, I, I don't once know. she's but hired, yeah. what, it, that's different. It's a different but hang story. On, hang on. Let me... But Amy, no. Here, can I can I, can I ask you one quick question? Wait, now? Can I no, let Rich say. Level? Rich is a Rich earns a million dollars a year. We have to hear what he says, okay? Speak, <laughs> 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 oh great and powerful Oz. <laughs> well, what if I'm up against a Rich Rosen? No, if, well, now what if I yeah, land the job? If, what if I land the job and I'm up against a Rich Rosen talking to a candidate? Then you're going to lose. Now am I screwed? You're going to lose. Every I'm going to lose. <laughs> you, the IT recruitment. The IT recruitment. I got to do an ad. I don't care what you guys say after I get this ad done. Okay? H O N E I C. Hi everybody. Recruiting animal here for Honit. Dot com. Here's what, and here's what Nick Livingston asked me to say. He said, 
He said, uh, animal, okay, no. He said, schedule, screen, and submit talent faster with Honit, phone interview technology. Instead of typing phone interview notes, automatically record, transcribe, and search your daily phone interview conversations. After a call, hang up the phone and help your team quickly hear personality and domain knowledge by sharing the key moments and best answers from the call. For more information, check out honeit.com slash interview hyphen data. Honeit turns phone interviews into talent intelligence. Okay. You know, know, Nick, you've got an okay line there. Honeit turns phone interviews into talent intelligence. But my version actually tells people what you do. You record the call. You phone into a website. You record the call. You turn it into a, a, a transcript. You create little clips of the most important parts of the conversation that you can pass you around to everybody on the hiring team. It's easy. It's great. Trust the recruiting animal. <laughs> I know how to present your product for you, okay? <laughs> okay. Does any, any, anybody still want to argue about how Amy should become a technical recruiter uh, or sell herself as a technical recruiter? Well, I want to know. I like the way Rich answered <laughs> that question. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about yeah. now. Once I land well, the job, know, I'm worried the, about being up against these guys, these big heavy hitters. But you, are you looking but, to be but a it, it, recruiter? You're looking to be work work for a company, like be a recruiter internally at XYZ company. Yeah, that's what she so, wants. Yeah, okay. Is it? That's exactly what I want. And you know, Sorry, uh, so you, you know, the yeah. IT recruitment survival guide won't help me when I'm up against the Rich Rosen. That's for sure. But maybe my charm and good looks can. So to get the, to get the experience, just start just start working as an agency recruiter. You'll make more money anyway. And you know what? You're gonna get you're gonna get the experience. You're gonna learn about all the technical engineers on the spot. And there's so much opportunity right now. You'll you'll make money. I mean, if you're a decent recruiter, you'll make money. It's you know that's that's what I would do. You know. Okay, so yeah. you're saying rich is solution rich. Well, let me interpret. Rich's solution for the problem is don't go to a company to be an internal recruiter. Go to an agency. You know, they'll throw you on the phone. They'll give you the bare bones, and there's people around you to help you if you get stuck. Is that what you're saying, Affirmation. Rich? Affirmation. Yeah, or, or just do it on your own, quite frankly. But, yeah, I mean, go be an agency recruiter, be your solo recruiter, whatever you want to do. But, you know, if you know how to recruit, you know you can find what questions to ask in about 10 seconds. On the phone, your manager. So, you get so any other Rich, job what do you order? mean you can find what questions to ask in ten seconds? You won't understand the answers anyway. How do you find those questions in ten <laughs> seconds? You know, you can't just get away with throwing those lines away. Okay, what does that mean? That's not so, you so, say okay, you Google, gonna, gonna, and then you ask. Okay, seriously, like, you find out. You talk to the hiring manager as you're as you're talking to the guy. You're going to find out. Hey, what are the pains? What do you need this guy to do? What are the three most important things he has to have in his background or his background? Now, where does it live? Basic stuff, especially if you're doing tech engineers. I mean, it's like you got to be in New York. You got to be in the. You got to be Dallas, whatever, and you got to know these languages. And they've got to do these programming. They've done this type of thing. This year's doing it, you know. Yeah. So that's basically, all really, what he's saying is, give me the, give me your data for a home run search. Tell me what I need to do to get in, get into my database, or get on a LinkedIn, or make a Boolean string happen. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, um, uh-huh. Okay. Let's move on. You know, we're boring the audience to death at this point. Okay. <laughs> do you, do you have a thick skin, Amy? Do you have a thick skin? You're yeah, on the yeah. show. Do you have I mean, a thick skin? I mean, I has anyone ever has anyone ever got mad at you for approaching them? 
Well, no. But no? if they did, I mean, what, what would I? Why would I care about that? That's their problem. Well, okay. Oh, no, no, really, because if you're going into IT recruiting, these people are are pestered and they're touchy, and you know, some of them might get pissed off at you and send you nasty emails and stuff. That won't bother <laughs> so you. Is that, is that what you're telling? Uh-huh. No, that won't. I mean, I grew up with three brothers in a blue-collar town in Newark, Massachusetts. I just think that that gives me a little bit of an edge for a thick skin. I do have a pretty thick skin. Wait, I have can, I, can I ask a really important question, though? Wait, Amy, can I, where in Norwood did you grow up? I grew up by St. Tim's, oh. that's why. <laughs> oh, you did St. Tim's? No, I was up by um, yeah, Main I, Street, uh, Neponset, right off of Neponset, Driftwood Circle. You know what? Talk after the show. Nobody really cares here. I don't know anything about northern Massachusetts. Okay. Have you ever had a candidate who cried who cried when you rejected her, Amy? No. No? Okay. Do you do anything to make the loser applicants or candidates feel good? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean. What? Well, I think if you're not a compassionate recruiter well look you know you say this who wouldn't have the tools in their tool belt to say look this wasn't the job for you but i you know as a recruiter i like what i see what do you mean it wasn't the job for them well like who are you telling that someone who sent in their resume and you send them a note say this isn't the job for you or someone who you've been recruited passive candidate and you've been telling them this is a great position for them for the last three weeks all of a sudden the company decides against them what are you going to say it's not the job for you yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to say. Obviously, it's not the job for them. They got rejected. <laughs> you know, So why would I so – if I'm approaching a candidate and I think that there's a great opportunity for them and they're passive, so you're telling me that this candidate isn't smart enough to think there's no, uh, there's no definitives in this life? Like, I'm not telling them I have a job for you today that you can go to. I'm saying I have a job for you to interview <laughs> with. Okay, so you, you don't know, worry I mean, too much. You don't worry too much. You don't worry too much about their feelings. Okay, you, you're pretty sure they're not going to commit suicide or anything, or beat their wives or husbands because they didn't get accepted <laughs> on this this role. Is that, <laughs> I mean, is that right? Um, no, I mean, yeah, it's that's. I'm not too worried about that if they know. Okay. You know why? Because I'm telling them I'm being upfront with them. I'm giving them everything they need to know. Look, you're interviewing for this. There's no, you know confirmation that you're going to get this job there never is uh-huh. no surety uh-huh. in life so uh hopefully normal well-adjusted human beings yeah. will not go yeah, i'm moving on i'm moving on I'm moving. you're boring me okay <laughs> look do you think that there's a bias against mothers in uh from recruiters because i read that when job candidates are equal except for an indication that the candidate is a parent a mother not a father their uh, their chances of getting the job go down by 37% because they think the mother has too many outside responsibilities and won't be able to devote herself wholeheartedly to the job. Do you think that bias exists among recruiters? Well, I think it does. I think it does with some. I can personally tell you it doesn't with me. I mean, and in, in, I think probably some recruiters would say, well, it all depends on the age of the kids, right? If she's got toddlers running around, I'm sure that they have a bias. But to me, it only makes them, if they've been successful and they're a mom, it only makes them look more attractive in my eyes as a candidate. Okay. Okay. Do you plan your days? Yes. How? How do you plan them exactly? Do you write down well, every call you're going to make? 
I'm not in a job right now, but when I was, I would do specific, like in the mornings, I would source because I ran a full desk. So in the mornings, I would source, do all my booing strings, you know, get my candidates, you know, tier one, tier two, tier three. In the afternoons, I would call block. And then at the end of the day, I would plan my next day. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I guess, what is it? We've got five minutes left if we want. Are, are we done? Or is there any question that I should ask you, like business development? I didn't ask you anything about that. Do you have any revelations for us or just a standard fair? Oh, how did, did you no. do any business development? Did I did. Did you do any business development? I, I did do business and, development, and I was really good at it. And I just think the only way I was good at it because I established trust. So, uh, I know we only got five minutes left, but I think the revelation I have and the narrative I'd like to change that I've noticed is this model of inside-outside recruiting. There's an inside recruiter. There's an outside account exec. And all of a sudden, we're moving to this model where, you know, in agency recruiting, the recruiter does nothing but recruit all day and then pitches the candidate to the account exec to, to then where they take it to the hiring manager. Um, uh-huh. I think that's all wrong. I think that Hold the way I did business I, I, development. I have, I have a okay. question for Amy. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. What? Why are you choosing to go into an agency instead of doing your own, doing a solo thing? Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's scary but out there, I think. Is she going to an agency or a, a, a company, a corporation? Agency. What, what? Agency. Oh, you're going to an agency. I thought you were going corporate. Oh. No. The in-house corporate recruiter is maybe where you guys got, but no, this is an agency in Lincoln, Rhode Island. And I hope it's okay. Hope okay, yeah, you know, then the whole, whole thing about not knowing it. anything about tech stuff—that's it's less it seems to me less important because you're anyway, anyway. Okay, look, I'll no, have to find about business development. Have... Now you'll come back and you'll tell us about your business development secrets. Then how you brought everything in, Amy. If you want how do you say your name again? It's not Poirier. How do you say it? So you're Poirier? not saying it correctly in the French. It's Poirier in the French, and it's Poirier in the American. Poirier. Okay, don't tell me how to talk sure. French. I had to take French <laughs> all through school, okay? Parlez-vous yeah. um peu. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> Amy oh, Beth, 911, Rich Rosen, Michael G. Cox, Ernie Marino, and Travis, the guy with the voice, Jaeger. Thank you. <laughs>